0: Welcome to I Heard It on the Coffee Vine, the podcast from Europe's favorite coffee subscription service and globally trusted coffee blog. I'm your host and Coffee Vine founder, Alex Kitain. And in this podcast, I interview coffee roasters, baristas, growers, scientists, innovators, and other interesting people who love specialty coffee. Today, my guests are Wendelin van Bunnik, former Dutch barista and AeroPress champion, and then World AeroPress champion. She's been working in specialty coffee for over 13 years and is well known for her funny coffee videos on Instagram. Most recently, she set up the Happy Coffee Network, something we'll learn about shortly. And we're also joined by Ronita Dragomir, a passionate barista, trainer, and competitor who is currently preparing for the Dutch Cup Tasters Championships. She strongly believes in community, and this was one of the main reasons she became a founding member of the Happy Coffee Network. Welcome to you both. Thank
1: you. Thank for having us. Hello.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, Vendoline. Maybe we'll start with you. Tell me a little bit about the Happy Coffee Network. What is it all about?
1: Okay. So this is um, this has been a plan in the making for for many years. Um, it is actually. Um, It is actually an idea that I had and and has kind of evolved over the years, as as generally ideas do. Um, When I started working in Specialty Coffee, I was very enthusiastic, but also incredibly insecure. And I wanted nothing else than to belong to this cool group of people that seemed to know so much and that just looked and felt really cool. And, um, you know, fast forward 13 years later, um, people started to treat me like one of these cool people while I was feeling still the opposite. So, you know, I started working in coffee first as a barista, then at a roastery uh, where I did all sorts of, uh, uh, of chores and jobs and uh, especially education really captured my heart. Um, and. I loved watching people grow, and get a better feeling about themselves, and getting them enthusiastic. Um, and, and especially getting people excited about their own growth. Um, and when I left that roastery, I knew that I wanted to do something with those two things. Like that sense I used to have when I just started in coffee, um, like that sense of belonging that I needed. And combine that with my own enthusiasm of watching and supporting people, watching them grow and watching them get more confident um, and finding that place to belong. And that is kind of how the Happy Coffee Network uh, came to life.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Wow. Okay. so it's it's basically a culmination of your own experiences and your own uh, needs and wants, so to speak, from the perspective of someone who is maybe a budding Barista looking for a place to belong to, um, so maybe explain to us exactly what is the Happy Coffee Network in terms of how does it work?
1: So what I wanted to do is bring people together, and I wanted to be—I want to make sure that I wasn't limited to um, physical places. So actually, one of the things that um, really helped. Uh, ignite this idea was the virtual coffee uh, uh, event that you organized um, somewhere like the beginning when we were all in lockdown. Oh, I and love that. I realized that yeah, you can you can reach people internationally through online events through the internet. That is the way that we connect these days through our phones through um, through the internet. And so I realized that I want to connect people. And the best way to do that without any borders is to do it online. Um, When we were all stuck at home during COVID and I started making content for Instagram, it was purely out of a creative outlet. Um, And I really, I needed an outlet for my energy, for my, you know, my sense of humor. That is my way to connect to people. And I realized that through Instagram and through through social media, I can reach anyone like literally all over the world or almost everyone. Um, and that, so that's why I realized I want to make an online uh, platform. The only problem was I know absolutely nothing about building websites. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so that is why I took a course on WordPress, uh, literally two day course WordPress for dummies. Um, uh, where I learned the basics of how to you know design and build a website, and um, I just started learning from there. I have very much an attitude of okay, so if I don't know something, I'm just gonna you know do my research. I'm gonna Google my way through that until I know. Um, and you know it's it's a trial and error kind of thing. And in the meantime, I started talking to people around me in my network, that relationships that I built through through social media. Um, With people that resonated with, you know, the way I was expressing myself and kind of trying to keep our little coffee industry a bit more fun and a bit more light. And the people that resonated the most uh, with that idea, um, I asked to be my founding members. I asked them to, you know, this is my idea. This is I, I have this vision of a place that I want to build and I can't do it alone because otherwise it would be like throwing a party inviting a bunch of people but there's no one there mm. yet and it is a lot more comfortable when you get to a party yeah. and there's a couple, already a couple of people there like someone showing you uh, where the snacks are and someone else is like you know already burning up yeah. the dance floor so i knew that i needed a couple of people who shared that same vision of this place that we want to build and um, i found them like there was uh, easily like 10 to 13 people that said, like, you know, let's do that. Sounds great. That sounds fun. Um, let's make it happen. And um, they've helped me build this. Like, they've given me feedback. They've added suggestions, great ideas. We should have this. We should have events. We should have ways to connect. And it kept remind- they kept reminding me of the core of what we're trying to do, which is connecting coffee people that are craving this sense of belonging and that might be a little bit intimidated or uh, uh, reluctant uh, to to find their place in, in the specialty coffee industry.
0: Cool, that sounds amazing. Ronita, maybe we can go to you since you are one of the founding members. How did you, first of all, how do you know each other? I'd love to hear that. <laughs> and then also, how did you react when Wendelin came to you with this idea?
3: Yeah, it was fun. Um... I was very excited. Like, first of all, I couldn't uh, really believe it in a way that she asked me. And I was like, what? Me? Really? Aw. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like m- most of the things that Vandelin said, we, I think, all kind of feel them uh, one way or another when we're starting off on this specialty coffee journey. So that was kind of like a, a no-brainer for me. I was like, yeah, of course, if I can make things easier for somebody else that would be literally in my shoes, of course, I'm going to do it. I wish I had this support when I started. I wish I had somebody that I could reach out and be like, hey, so I want to go to this cupping, but I don't know how to slurp. What's that about? You know? Um,
0: <laughs> yes. I think yeah, we've all exactly. been there.
3: And yeah, it's it's basically that.
0: So what did you, when you were starting your career um, or when you were starting your journey, as you said, where were you looking for that kind of support network or where did you look for, for example, information about the things that you were interested in?
3: Um, Yeah, so it was, it was interesting because when I started, like I, I liked coffee. I just, I was doing something completely different and I didn't really see myself as a barista. So I didn't start as a barista myself. Um. Mm-hmm. so I started by writing I started by writing about uh specialty coffee about specialty cafes and it kind of opened up this world to me right it was this weird and new and not um, adding syrups to your latte macchiatos um, world <laughs> so I thought um, wow this is exciting I would like to know more and I was pretty uh lucky to have some people around me like the person that I was writing for at the time back in Romania um was a barista trainer and she had a coffee school um so I got to know a bunch of people some of them even com- competitors um in the Romania uh, coffee scene. um so I got to ask a lot of questions but it was also in a way uh, I don't know how to say it, like a very close knit circle, you know, of like everybody knew each other, everybody kind of asked the same people. And it, I was already struggling with some, yeah, confidence issues. So it wasn't really as easy. It's not easy usually for me to go around asking people, like, hey, can you help me out? And do you want to like teach me this and share your knowledge? So, It's already hard to begin with, um, but that made it a little, yeah, a little too intimidating. So I kind of stayed in my bubble and I started learning, but by what I was writing and through what I was discovering by myself, I would see a lot of stuff, um, and get questions to that, um, yeah, so it was it was like that. And that's how I kind of felt that was this uh like a little club going on. I never went to cuppings by myself before I moved here.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean cuppings can be intimidating. I, I, I can definitely relate to that. I mean I host cuppings on a regular basis for the you know general public whenever I travel, for example, and there are many people who've never held a cupping spoon in their hand and they don't know what to do with it. Um and I You know, when I look at that, at those people, sometimes I look back at those, you know, first moments when I was starting in coffee, which is also now almost 10 years ago. And there was no book or, you know, there was no playbook that said, you know, this is how you learn about coffee. Of course, there were some books written by certain people, but I often found them to be quite technical or they didn't really cover the things that I was interested in. So... Uh, I think what both of you have said is actually really interesting because, you know, you learn from people. You know, you don't learn from textbooks necessarily. You you can learn some basic theory, but you have to apply the practice in person. And uh, I think during the pandemic, what was interesting for sure is that during uh, those lockdown periods when we were all stuck at home, there were so many people doing live Instagrams, you know, with, uh, hey, join my cupping or watch how I do this or learn how how I do that. And now that everyone's back to work or back to, you know, back to how it was before, uh, these things have disappeared a little bit. Um, So now the question is, you know, how do you continue, uh, you know, learning about people or learning about things in coffee when everyone's so busy? uh and it might be indeed too intimidating to go up to a barista somewhere and say hey excuse me can you tell me how you make latte art for example you know <laughs> i still struggle with that um so vendeline tell me a little bit about your experience because you are of course um you know uh, uh, quite a sort of uh content like quite well-known content creator i should say on instagram you make funny memes and funny videos they're not necessarily always you know the kind of um, super informative like deep you know drilling deep on a subject it's more like good-hearted humor um but how do you for example like respond to people who will reach out to you and say hey i was wondering if you can tell me about how to become a world aeropress champion um, that's an
1: excellent <laughs> question i do get that question quite a lot uh yeah so, i thought so <laughs> as i mentioned like these these reels that i make, like the funny videos are Purely for myself, like they started as a creative outlet. They still are um, I get spurts of you know creativity um, And then I record like, you know five to ten of them in a row um, And then for for weeks, I'll have nothing like I'll be busy, you know doing trainings or whatever um, But what I think so I never set out to be like that a, a content creator in general I still don't refer to myself as one um it still makes me giggle but what I do notice is that the effect of these you know relatable reels um is like I post them for myself if I think they're funny I'm going to post them and then I'll have a giggle about my own joke like I'm, I'm you know pathetic like that um but <laughs> but it, it turned out that quite some other people thought they were funny as well um and also it gave people the impression and I think that impression is correct. Um, that I'm very approachable. I like to think I'm approachable. And I also really strongly believe that humor is the perfect way to reach people. Like as soon as we take ourselves and and our craft, in this case coffee, too seriously, it just becomes difficult. It becomes heavy. It becomes... And you start losing people on the way. Um, you start losing me as well. Like... Um, I, I think it's such a waste that we're doing something so beautiful. Uh, you know, in the specialty coffee industry, a lot of people are in the industry to make an impact, to change things, and you know, to to right some wrongs that that are going on. But I feel like once we start taking ourselves too serious in that process, then you know we will lose people along the way. So I I will always believe that with a sense of humor, we will stay approachable to also like those people that we need to reach to make that impact and even though as you said my content is not necessarily informative um it is the way no no, no <laughs> that was not a criticism no. by the way <laughs> I, I thought about like this is a question that i i asked myself like should i become like more of a serious content creator like should i start informing people more um because clearly people want to learn from me because they think i'm funny or they think like i'm this approachable person which is a huge compliment But what I notice is that the fact, like the content that I make as I do now, um, is something that I enjoy. And, you know, I still believe that my social media page is for me to, you know, express myself first and foremost. Um, And then secondly, it does lower the bar for people to send me a personal message, to send me a DM, ask me a question, because obviously people realize like they see the funny jokes but then they also see like the championship titles and they realize okay she's not just funny she also you know kind of knows what she's talking about and i think that once you talk more than you know five minutes to me you also realize that i know my stuff and that i'm very very happy to share that and the other motivation behind building the the happy coffee network is because it's taking me a lot of time to answer all those questions individually so i realized i wanted to make something a place to exchange knowledge not just my knowledge but if i can share my knowledge and i can bring other people together to share their knowledge no matter their level because i really believe that you know there's everyone has some value to bring to the table no matter you know the level that they're in um then that can be of, of super helpful value to other people as well. And that also kind of dismisses me from having to be the expert all the time, which is a status that I don't necessarily want because there's a couple of, right. you know, there's a lot right. of, of role models in our industry that I have in such high regard. And I look up to myself as well. And I look for them for knowledge and I look for them for, you know, the content that they make. And I know that they, they, Put in so much time and effort into you know doing their mm-hmm. research, research, doing those reviews, you know, making informed opinions. And for me, that is just not the way that I want to go. I just want to bring people together to learn with and from them because I don't <laughs> want to be the person with all the answers. Because I want to learn right. from people like Ronita because she is you know a master in underselling herself. Because I am learning. <laughs> from her every single day <laughs> you know even as a small uh, she, she's just very <laughs> humble she's and, very and humble I telling her this because um what i mentioned is like even if you don't have all the answers if you don't have the latest you know trend in in coffee brewing land or you don't know the science behind water or god knows what that does not mean that you cannot make a valuable contribution to the coffee industry and I think that if we would empower more people like Ronita, who have so much value to give, exactly because she is humble and because she is open about her insecurities, I think if more people would be like that, our coffee industry would in fact be a better place. But because the world works in a way that you know fortune favors the bold, I try to use my boldness if you want to call it that to lift up other people that makes me feel good that makes other people feel good and and i think that you know that's how i try to make a positive change
0: great ronita um let's talk a little bit about your um uh like your input let's say for this happy coffee network so when you're talking about the topics that you know are important to others um you know how do you define those like do you speak to others people that you know um are you connecting with other members regularly to say you know what do you guys want to talk about what do you want to learn about and then you guys um you know provide the input yourselves or do you look for like, other experts to join like how do you how do you get the knowledge on the platform
3: uh, that's that's interesting that's interesting you should ask we've we've had a lot of back and forth on like how to make it more Easily to approach. We have um, a bunch of categories and groups, if you want, from home baristas where they, everybody can ask questions if they struggle with something, to um, events and soon workshops and other stuff. So you basically just choose what interests you and just, then just join the discussion. And yeah, everybody should feel free to ask. We, we've had a new member, right? recently asked oh i'm having this trouble with my new grinder at home and it's a sage and what's happening and then anybody can answer uh, or somebody who wants to get into a coffee competition and then wendelin already started the discussion it's like oh yeah maybe you can look into that place and maybe this guy can help you and this guy and so on so it's not really what wendelin just said as well um it's not just one person that shares or answers it's basically anybody who feels like they have something to contribute they're more than yeah free to do so and it takes a lot of the pressure off also because if it were just me and one person uh it's not that i'm insecure necessarily it um it's also that sometimes i'm i'm quite introverted as a person myself so sometimes mm. i might have the information but i'm not in the right place maybe or i don't have the right words to give it Mm -hmm. and then it takes um yeah it takes a village right we have each other to lean on and when Vendelin starts a conversation, it's easier for me to continue sometimes because I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, so we can do this, but I also have a suggestion or uh, I recommend doing this. And it's, it's I think, a much more mm. organic way, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a conversation that we're trying to have. It's not a, oh, read this and do that, yeah. and these are the steps you have to follow.
0: I mean it's a little bit interesting uh to look at other people how they share their knowledge you know like if you see for example like certain YouTubers or you have you know bloggers or people that are saying okay this is my way of doing xyz uh and or I'm using this new machine look at this you know or it it feels like you know these people are sometimes very high level and you regard them as experts because that's what they are but then a lot of people take their knowledge as the holy grail and basically disregard you know disregard other people's opinions who might have a different view uh, which is equally uh you know worthy to be considered um but because these people have these expert statuses they are sort of hailed as you know the the gurus and everyone else's opinion is not worth of of anything um so I, i think that's a that's a really nice way to kind of uh really share the knowledge in terms of um, making it more a conversation, as you said, to really encourage everyone to participate. So tell me a little bit, Wendelin, how do you acquire new
1: members?
3: Um, <laughs> yes, Wendelin, tell us, okay. how do you acquire them? Uh,
1: well, <laughs> uh, up till now, it's been, um, you know, me and my social media shouting. And um, thanks to the, uh, you know, the, the sharing and the support of the uh, the, the founding members that we have, no, it's been you know I've I've been doing we've been doing everything ourselves you know from literally building the website to to you know kicking it off launching it um, together with the founding members we like set up this whole like how do we want to do the launch um, figuring out how to sell the tickets to uh, you know everything is new and so it's a very steep learning curve uh, we actually launched the app that you know I built um, today and the founding members have been thank you i've been trying it out for the last week it was it was a nightmare um to get it made and published and and um but i feel like we keep taking these small steps and every time that basically um my job is to kind of like constantly improve you know towards this vision that we have the founding members keep giving me feedback and input hey we should do this we can try that and we celebrate the victories that we make together um, so I will start shouting something and then all the founding members who are already aware of this fact will be like, "Yay!" And then, you know, it just becomes this one bubble of like excitement. Um, and I think that that is very contagious. So I'm hoping to what I'm going to, you know, what we're going to be doing now is kind of focus on the members that we have improve their user experience, improve their, uh, you know the value that they're getting constantly tinkering at this community and I strongly believe that then they will in turn become these ambassadors that will start bringing in I don't really want to have to spend too much of course I want to get people enthusiastic but I don't want to have to start you know doing too much like sales like you should become part of this what I think is that when you hear members talk about it and the value that you're giving them then people automatically want to be in on it. Like it's this, you know, this this contagious, you know, bubble of positivity that we're trying to spread and um, not not something that we're trying to sell. Um, It's just, you know, this club that you can finally feel that you can be a part of. And of course, you know, there has to be some sort of, to make it sustainable, uh, we had to incorporate like a, a membership structure to it. But I noticed that that is also helpful in the way that it also kind of rules out the temporary uh, people or the people who are just interested in, you know, advertising for themselves. Or so, you know, just setting this small membership not only helps, you know, uh, uh, pay for the whole uh, enterprise, but also helps it kind of get this sense of uh investment from the members who are literally invested and excited about using this platform and the app is going to be super helpful in that as well yeah and and yeah it's just a matter of of this you know ripple effect hopefully of of excitement and enthusiasm
0: you mentioned live events um what are you what are you guys thinking about ronita you said earlier that you um you know you, you you previously struggled with cuppings when you were getting started do you host like cupping 101 workshops for (laughs) Um, people that where they can learn how to slurp or (laughs) that would be something i would
3: love to do that i actually did organize now that i come to think about it i did the first free cupping in eindhoven a while back like three four years ago oh wow yeah and i just i had a lot of coffee i thought i think we also talked about this recently alex right with a lot of
2: coffee Mm, at home we did
3: so then I had a lot of coffee at home and I talked to some people from a cafe and I said I'll do the poster and let's just bring as many people as we can and then I'll just like show them everything. And it was nerve wracking because that was my first time doing it. But everybody who came was like super excited. And I did it, yeah, just because I wanted to share it. And I wanted to show people. And then people had asking me at the end, was like, so where do we pay? And I'm like, pay, what do you mean? No, it's just this, like, this is fun. And I think it also, fun is a big part of the happy coffee community, right? We're all happy. We like to have fun. Um, and we want to share this knowledge. And we want it to be so easy, that you don't feel the need to stress about, um, yeah, getting it right necessarily. I would love to do more cuppings. Um, um, but yeah, so far we're still very much in the beginning right now. It's a very huge thing for me, just going to compete, to be honest, just being on stage for my second time. is just going to be, yeah, but it is, uh, it is a rush as Wendelin also knows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, well yeah, actually, we what? I can imagine. Um, uh, with two of the other founding members, we're actually working on um, a uh, a topic that we call sensory gains, as in like growing your sensory muscles and setting up like monthly uh, uh, online events uh, combined with, for instance, like worksheets of like doing super uh, approachable, low-key uh, exercises that you can do at home to improve your sensory skills and you know teaching people. Um, how to act and behave at your first cupping is is you know one of these amazing things that is that we're definitely gonna set up because I think we're constantly, all the founding members really know by heart or from like very recent experience what it feels like to be new in this industry, um and have all these questions and not knowing how you know how to behave or what and everyone around you seems to know for instance, um. We had a member meetup, our first member meetup at the Amsterdam Coffee Festival and over time, for me, you kind of, you know, you, you learn, you get to know more people in the industry, so for me it's very comfortable going to a trade show because I know a lot of people, but there's also a lot of people that are maybe not as outgoing as me or, you know, um, are in a different stage in their career who are not as comfortable visiting a trade show, but that doesn't mean that they don't enjoy uh, going there, so we are thinking about how can we make a trade show more accessible and a more fun experience for members. So now we're working on um, uh, setting up a scavenger hunt at World of Coffee. So we can, so so the members will have like at least some sort of plan that they can hold on to. And like a goal and a mission, and an an accessible way to like visit a trade show with like a sense of purpose, rather than visiting this huge you know trade show floor, and everyone seems to be having a good time and seems to be talking to people, and you are just there like you you want to be in, but you just don't know where to start. And I think, um, those are the kind of things that we try to tackle, and and that's where people like Ronnie have such value, value in that as well because they um have such a different perspective on those kind of moments you know me in my big mouth I'll make sure that I'll uh uh, you know I can get myself a cup of coffee but then there's so many people out there who are not like that and really use that support um and and that's just what what we want to do we just want to make them feel uh, better about themselves and have a better experience at such moments
0: so I mean one of the things that you know back in the day at least you know it, it was way more uh the case than today but you know people back in the day used to say that baristas often had this kind of arrogance about them you know that uh you walked into a cafe and if you weren't you know in specialty coffee and you asked something about you know can i have a coffee with milk or something or can i have can i just have a coffee and they would say well we don't have just coffee we have you know hand (laughs) brew and we have this for me yeah um but i feel like you know over time especially during the pandemic i think a lot of things kind of changed and i feel like these days um it's way more accessible and way more welcoming than it used to be i think also because people realized that you know certain people were not giving coffee a very good name and uh and it was kind of toxic in a way it was kind of excluding people from being part of the fun um but maybe in real life i mean let's not talk just talk about the virtual world but like in real life what do you think um and this question is for both of you but maybe ronnie can start what do you think would make you know a significant improvement to building community in the real world like what is what's missing what what needs to yeah
3: i i love this question it's right up my alley (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, not really. I and think we didn't rehearse more... this interview, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> L- look at us go! Yeah, so um, natural. Um, no, I think it's we. The thing that I like seeing most is just honesty, honesty and transparency. We need more of that. We need to see people being themselves. It's easier for me to relate or approach somebody who i can for sure see that is not pretending to be anything other than what or she he or she is um so i i think that's something that helps and we need more uplifting for from each other right no more tearing down uh the oh yes i'm an expert and you're a newbie it's like we're all newbies huh where we're all still learning. I don't understand that. And I think um, this also relates in a way to a little mental health awareness, which people seem to forget. Most of us who work in the hospitality feel it firsthand. It's not all just fun and games. And it can be very draining, and it can be very hard. And we've all had our share of yeah, not so fun bosses, not so understanding um, yeah, I don't know, work environments, let's say, maybe even toxic. So I think um this community could do better, could be more inclusive, also, if we're if we're being honest. But these are all things that we see and we hear a lot now in the media as well. Um it's just sometimes it feels um a little too uh, cosmetic I right, maybe mm-hmm. um, you, you can't really know what is just for marketing purposes yeah. and which is like honesty right so i I think it all it, it's a little circle right mm-hmm. but the more transparent the easier it gets yeah, so um, yeah
0: that's yeah. a that's a great point actually I, I I agree with you it's sometimes I mean, One thing that I noticed, you know, some time ago was that there's a lot of content being created on Instagram and TikTok and whatever, you know, where it's all about just showing off, you know, like, oh, look at me unboxing the latest gadget from such and such. Or look at me, I have uh, 5,000 coffees on my shelf or I have all of this great stuff, you know, and, and sometimes like people also making these like really silly drinks on Instagram or TikTok that you think they can They just, I know they just don't taste good, you know, like, what are you doing? Um, But, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, I I agree that there has to be, you know, just like take all the sort of fanciness away and just go back to basics and just connect one another, which is what coffee does, right? It helps us to connect. It's such a beautiful way to spend time with others and to share a beautiful moment with someone and um yeah but also with
3: yourself with yourself as well yes yeah we need to be comfortable with each other i enjoy my alone time right (laughs) my first coffee is for myself not for me and the boyfriend Um, (laughs) he does not get the first (laughs) coffee he can get the second (laughs) coffee (laughs) well unfortunately yes that is true but um he understands also which is which is great i love him for it um the idea is that I think it would be good to have somebody that's like a buddy, right? Like Vandalin said, like you go to a festival, right? And you need, a, you need a person there to kind of not necessarily guide you, but to be there for you when you, when you need a moment and you need to catch, up, catch your breath.
2: Yeah, for
0: sure. So
3: I think I... that would be something that we could all benefit from.
0: That's great, thank you. what What about you, Vendenine? Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
3: Um, I think it comes down to
1: two things um, authenticity, and that is exactly what you're referring to. Um, I get this like fear of missing out or you know this feeling of incompetence when I see these perfectly polished unboxing latest gear, I'm like, oh, I wanna I want that grinder, like that's gonna solve all my problems. And I get I get this and and I want the video video editing skills as well and and I want, you know, the the follower count and all the all the vanity um metrics that go with it. I think that is very human. Um and that is one of the downsides of social media that that I experienced and that is also what I've been resisting by not falling for the, you know, the, the the trap of like, start posting content for other people. Um, so a sense of authenticity is something that is, uh, something that people are really good at recognizing. I have a very, very strong belief that people see through bullshit, pardon my French. Um, and, I think that's also the thing that you know why some people you know make it and some people don't is because people just kind of start you know resenting people who are just not authentic um and and the other thing which is even more important is vulnerability um it takes so much courage to admit that you don't know something that you don't have the answers that you don't know a very famous person or you don't know what people mean when they talk about these complicated terms in you know for no matter what topic it's about the the sign, signs of water or birth sizes or god knows what goes on whatever makes you feel incompetent and and less of an expert and i think being vulnerable and saying like that is an interesting question i've never heard of that person but i'm going to google it and i'm sure i can figure it out and surround yourself with people who are also authentic and also are okay with being vulnerable, like basically people who don't have to have it all figured out that, you know, kind of see through it and and kind of see the people that you are. Um, I have a great example, when I was at the Amsterdam Coffee Festival and I was like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm in my element there. I like, you know, making coffee for people and I'm bubbly and I'm extrovert, but Ronnie, (laughs) Was there, like, on the (laughs) sidelines, seeing also like that it was draining me at the same. No matter as much as I love it, she was the person that noticed, and she was like just silently being there because she knew that one moment I was gonna collapse because Mm -hmm. there's no way you can sustain that, you know, high energy. And then Mm -hmm. she was there, like, handing me ice cream and a a cereal (laughs) bar. She was like your support network but that is yeah. exactly
3: it and i think yeah. soft that serve every day oh my god it was so good <laughs> <laughs> can, right? we just, exactly. can we just agree on that oatly if you're listening that oh soft gosh. serve
0: ice cream was amazing
3: that ice cream yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah so and i think that you know that
1: is a mutually beneficial relationship like she was looking at for me and she can benefit from my high energy and like the you know my outgoingness to kind of help her because uh, it took me a long time to come to terms with the fact that I'm such an extrovert because, you know, people th- think I'm loud and I am very loud and not always, but I can be, especially on like trade shows and moments like that. Like if you put me on the stage, I'm going to be loud and present and that's not pleasant for everyone. Um, so there's also a lot of people out there that find that very annoying or very intimidating. But so... That made me very insecure, like, am I not too loud? Am I, like, should I be more quiet? Should I be less full stop? Like, should I be less? Um, And then I met Ronnie and she made me realize that there's also a lot of people that are grateful when I'm being loud, because that means I'm drawing away attention to them and they can just be, enjoy the energy, be present, be there. But don't necessarily have the you know eyes on them, looking at them, um, and and that is kind of how we I think have a have a, a a relationship that works both ways, because I have so much respect for you know being that calm, genuine, uh, a vulnerable presence that that enables me to be the same.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that's you know it's it's all about giving each other the support that we need in order to thrive as people and respecting each other's individualism, you know, to bring out the best in people basically. And I think, you know, with this um, happy coffee network, you are enabling people to find answers and to also become more knowledgeable. And uh, I wish both of you all the very best and we have to end here because we're out of time, but it's been an absolute pleasure talking to both of you. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your thoughts. And uh, let's build, continue building a great coffee community for everybody. Exactly.
1: Thank you so much for having us, Alex. It's such a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Heard It on the Coffee Vine. To make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes, just hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you get your podcasts. And to get in touch, you can find me on Instagram at the Coffee vine visit our website, thecoffeevine.com or send us an email to hello at thecoffeevine.com. And remember, coffee's only good when it's shared. Until next time,